big changes potentially coming for Alliance War and what will Boundless do to fix this ISO 8 mess? Talking about that with my buddy Philosopher, along with President Loki, Infinity Watch, June's Blitz schedule, and a lot more on your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News update. And if you're ready for it, guys, find that like button and let's go smash it! Alley flying. Hey guys, Valley Flying here. I am joined by Philosopher for your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. What is up, brother Philosopher? How have you been, man? Doing well. You know, I finally uh, got a new home for me and my fiance. So Ooh, nice. Doing all that, you know, that's uh, that has uh, been a pain. Uh, but uh, you know, looking forward to finally getting settled down. And hey, you know, and you know, enjoying Marvel Strike Force in the meantime. But I'll tell you, I I'm, I don't think I'm alone in being a little concerned about the direction they're taking this game. Yeah, well, well, there, there was some positive messages from Cerebro in the uh, in the private server, but we'll see what we'll see what comes with that. Now, uh, before we begin, I do I do want to ask you a question. Actually, I have a question from one of the new Infinity Watch members here. It is from Gamora, uh, and it is a question about Boundless, and uh, she asked, "Who put the sticks up their butts? What? Who who did put the sticks up their butts? What is going on with this game? What what is what is going on with the direction of this game and ISO eight? Yeah, I got to tell you, I, here's what I think happened with ISO 8, man. I, I think they put a lot of effort into it, a lot of time into it, and people were not buying it as much as they wanted us what? to buy it. <laughs> and so they, they're basically forcing it on you. It's like, I got to tell you, man, I've been farming this blue ISO even for from the Doom Raids, from the new one, and I put on my characters, they don't feel any different to me. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it's not, it's not that big of a deal, but of course, they, they you know they're going to require it for stuff. So of yeah. course you're 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 putting all this effort into it. I don't think it feels good. I think it's a money grab. That's that's what I think. I I, I totally agree with you. It was a fun way that we could uh, look, change up our characters, get some agency with our characters, make some fun little stat changes with those different ISO eight classes, and, and it was fun before. I could I could experiment now. That is forced. I, I'm in very short supply of my ions, my ISO eight crystals. Everything just changed about that with this uh, with these uh, Doom Raid announcements. So uh, there, there's 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 hopefully there's some changes coming to ISO eight. And uh, if you guys haven't been watching uh, what is happening in Marvel Strike Force for a while, ISO eight now required on the Doom Raids as of this update, which which doesn't feel good. Now you're an alliance that uh, I mean I know you you had a lot of ISO class five on your character, so I know you weren't personally affected you're one of the top alliances in the game i think you're the number two in alliance in the game right as far as total collection power yeah yeah that's right and and how has it affected you guys as as the number two alliance are you guys back to 100 percenting the doom raids or are you guys still feeling the effects of these changes yeah it hasn't impacted us as much i mean we we can 100 percent the uh base difficulty we've we've moved to the difficulty one and okay. we do about 90 percent there but I, I mean i'm gonna i am the the exception i mean i'm in this alliance with people who have spent a fortune on this game and are all a bunch of krakens you know that is like you know if they're gonna make a game for this group of people it's like they're gonna have a 500 people playing the game <laughs> they, they need to they need to have something that works for everybody here and there's a what i am, feel the worst about are the alliances that were just starting to get into the doom raid and they finally got to 30 percent? i had this strategy i was pushing where you send everyone down the middle lanes yeah. to try to you know 
and then now it's it's basically they're made they've made it so it's a complete obstacle for them it just feels bad yeah it's like oh Oh, we, we figured out how to maximize our milestones for Silver Surfer. We figured out how to get a little farther into Doom Raids. And then Boundless is like, no, 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 no. That's not the way you're supposed to play it. We want you to play it like this. So let's put these restrictions on it. So you have to play the way that we wanted you to play it instead of this new fun way that uh, can maximize some benefits. Now, there was some there was some changes that were mentioned uh, that could possibly coming in a in a uh, private server of the Envoy or the private channel of the Envoy server so you know because it was on private server we can't really talk about that but what what do you expect as far as a long-term solution for this what do you think would be the best solution and what do you expect boundless is actually to go with as far as uh, fixing their mess that they've created yeah the best solution is for them to do what they frankly have done well in the past which is create things that are so awesome that people want to spend money on them or whatever if they want to make money just make iso super awesome and then everyone's gonna be like okay i just i can't wait i just need to get this iso it's irresistible right and they didn't they haven't done that and so i think that that would do it right people are all excited about infinity watch or whatever whatever the the new hot thing is but what they're gonna do i suspect is do some compromise with us whether it's I mean, to me, a reasonable compromise, although I'm, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's the best solution, would be to say, okay, the base difficulty without the difficulty sliders is you don't need, you have no ISO requirement, and then it goes up from there. But yeah, you know, then at least you could you could start getting some blue ISO and you feel some rewards while you're doing it. But I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're, I, I'm worried that it's going to be even worse than that. Oh man, I, I, I was I was a little I was a little inspired by some of the comments Cerebro made on the private server, but uh, he didn't make a public statement on Reddit uh, last week, and this this was the answer as to why he was not communicating. Him and Zeke were, have not been communicating recently. Answer simple: Zeke and I have been advocating hard for the players to the team. Uh, your voices have not been heard as loudly as they should. We are spending a lot of time to ensure the team has the full picture of the impact of their decisions. We have some big meetings coming up with studio leadership and we and that we have to prepare for. I'll give you my assurance. We'll communicate more often. And again, we have something worth reporting. Kind of the standard like uh, communication that uh, he has sent in the past. I, I felt that some of the private communication was a little different, had a little different tone than we've seen in the past, though. Uh, did you what did you make of this? And obviously, Four days ago, I was a little more excited than I am now. We're 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 a few days after this, and still haven't heard anything publicly about what's going on. Uh, what what did you make of this when you first saw this, and now four days later, what do you feel still feel the same way? Yeah, look, Cerebro is a, is a marketing I don't know marketing a PR guy, right? Essentially, his his job is to talk to us and communicate with us and whatever. And I think he realizes that everyone's pissed off, and I think he's got uh, you know he's he's adopting i think the right tone with that you know I, what i wonder is just how important he is within this boundless scopely i don't know what to call him nowadays operation <laughs> like is he you know is he just some guy i mean he seems to me like he's not like he's not like near the top of the totem pole and there's some guys with calculators and spreadsheets that yeah. are figuring out how much money they make and you know ultimately like if cerebro is saying everyone's really pissed off you're gonna lose money uh because people will leave like maybe they'll be interested but maybe they're gonna look at their spreadsheet and say hey we're gonna make five percent more you know this quarter or whatever and I, th that's what i w worry about i mean we don't have a lot of transparency you know what's going on and what are the real considerations here it's a it's purposely a black box and that that's that's i think frustrating
You know, you know what worries me? Those people with the spreadsheets and the calculators. I don't think those people that that are the upper levels. I don't think they play this game at all. I think it's I think it's us. I think it's there's other people probably in that boundless studio that play this game. And maybe some of them play at a high level and are very competitive. But I don't think the ultimate decision makers uh, just are, I think they're just looking at numbers and stats and analytics. And I don't think they're looking at the true impact of a lot of the decisions. Did you get that feel? Did you feel the same way with some of the communication we're getting? Or is that is that is that am I alone in that uh, assumption? No, I think you're right, man. And, and the more I, you know, look over the past few months, look, I played this game. I've been playing for about 16 months. I played the first year or so with no contact with the devs. And then over the last four months, as I with DD4 and more content, I, I've had some contact with them. And I think a lot of them have no clue. Like I, I was explaining to a dev at one point, you know, about how the matchmaking system screwed up for war. And he like seemed genuinely surprised. Like I was telling him something new. Like I, you know, this is a hobby I do on the side. I have a real job. And this guy, this guy is like, his job is to do, to focus on this game. And you don't know what I'm telling you about this. Like, I, I don't, I mean, he was like shocked. Oh that, man. I, yeah. I think I, I think I may have been too optimistic then. Maybe 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 there's none of them that really play at the high level and and they're just playing on you know the the like a test type server and trying out characters, but not having the full interaction of you know farming these characters. All the little details that go into this game and I don't know that, that, if if they don't know what's going on in war matchmaking that 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 gives me a little hope that they know what's going on at the high levels of the community which is which is why the salt that salt that we've been putting out in our videos has been appropriate because if if they don't know what's going on if they're just if it's just standard operating procedure for us and they're like oh things are fine I don't I don't think they're they're you know obligated to feel us that they need to make these changes so I think the salt is appropriate if, if they if they don't know what's going on. Yeah, I gotta say, look, you know, I had some comments on my YouTube uh, channel uh, recently where people were like, you know, you've gotten a lot saltier lately. Your attitudes changed, and I gotta tell you, you know, certainly I've got a lot of stress in my life for different things, but really, it's about. I think there's been a, ch a change in what they're doing with the game. You know, when I look back at the last 16 months that I've been playing this game. You know, for a while, it's like, okay, they, they introduced Black Order. That was a big change. But then for a year, kind of the arena meta was what it was. There were new characters released. Some of them were good. Some of them weren't as good. But they were, you know, whatever they were, whether it's She-Hulk or Z Zemo or the PIM team or the X-Force, they were all reasonable teams. But, you know, you never felt like everything was getting power crept so quickly, making everything else irrelevant. The requirements were ratcheting up through the roof so quickly. It just feels to me like they're transforming the game very, very quickly, and they don't really care about what the player base thinks about that. Yeah, I've, I've felt the same way ever since the Real Time Arena and that Battle Pass was released. Uh, this this game has felt very different for me, and I've been waiting for some changes to happen and hoping that certain changes would happen, and not not really a lot of. I mean, even going back to the early 2021 roadmap. Most of those are focused on monetization decisions and not really about, oh, how can we add fun? So I think the salt is appropriate. You know, when when we're having fun, we, we make fun videos and we're when we're not having fun and we want some change implemented by Scopely Boundless, then, you know, that's that's the type of videos we're going to make, because that is what they said. They want the feedback from the community because they throw stuff out there. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss. I feel like they've missed a lot recently and uh, hopefully hopefully our noise, our salt is uh, is helping the game to improve on a on a, another level.
Um, any any other changes you you feel that need to be made or you feel would be coming to isolate before we move on to some other aspects of the game that I do want to discuss? Yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, ISO, the one thing I did like about Green ISO, and I, I know you feel the same way, is that we liked that it was farmable and it was something that you felt like you had control over. I mean, we all wish we had more cores to refresh the energies and all that, but at least you could yeah. farm what you need. You know, with Blue ISO, it's really stingy how much they give out for these raid orbs <laughs> and stuff. And it, it just feels to me like for most players who are trying to just get started in the Doom Raid, this is going to be such a grind. And I don't know. I just, it it feels bad to me. Well, I've been, I, I, our alliance has been doing the Doom Raids for about a week now. Uh, or the new Doom Raids with the Blue ISOs. And I, ha I have not even got, because of the, uh, the orbs, I've been getting all the same thing, so I haven't even been able to upgrade one character because it's all like the damage part, and I'm not getting the full stuff. You, there's not as much as much choice as we had in uh, ISO eight green, where you could farm certain nodes for certain pieces. It's just it's just random. So I don't I don't know how long it's going to take to even get one character up to ISO eight blue level one for me. Just the the RNG, I agree, is is very very bad. But um, but let, let's move on to to a bug that I don't know what's happening with. It is, a, it is a Stark Tech bug, it, and, and, and it may be a visual bug, it may be related to Stark Tech, it may be related to ISO 8. This is something that we have not heard a lot of communication on. Uh, and, and if you look at the, the attack history here, you see the Ebony Maw, 151 on attack 4, and attack 5, it goes down to 139k, I believe. But uh, a lot of, lot of examples about this, especially in DD4 and War. Uh, what are what are you experiencing? Are, are you noticing a drop in your power level? Do you think this is visual as far as these bugs, or is it, are you unaffected? I do think it's visual. I've actually been talking. I, a lot of players have raised this issue with me, and there was some guy who did like compared his damage from before to after and okay. it, it was the same so i hope that's the case i will say it would be nice if we had a patch that didn't introduce 100 bugs i it feels <laughs> to me as somebody's played a lot of games uh over 20 plus years uh this seems like a really buggy game compared to most so yeah. it would be nice if we didn't have to talk about that in every uh, weekly uh, video well, it's, it's, it's it's a very fragile framework brother it, it, it's <laughs> a very old framework that they don't want to update because uh I guess I guess they're too busy counting the 300 million from last year that they can't bother to upgrade their framework. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so, so, so uh, hopefully it's visual. I mean, I'm getting conflicting reports, so I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I hope it's visual. But and and I hope we get more clarity from the devs about this because ISO 8 is not the only issue. It seems like that's the only thing that they're focusing on. But there's other issues that are going on in the game, other bugs that uh, we want them to fix. Uh, and uh, speak, I don't think this is really a bug as far as the real-time arena, but uh, where where is this? Where did real-time arena go? We we normally get this back-to-back. -back. Sometimes there's a couple days delay, and it's it's not like I'm really loving this game mode, but I do like some of the rewards in the battle pass. Uh, when, when do you think we're getting the next real-time arena? <laughs> yeah, I, well, look, at maybe in two days, six hours right from then. <laughs> I, I will just say... It's it's oh, a it's, longer it's break. Under. It's under. Oh yeah, you're right. It's under. Yeah, it's a little bit that. of okay. a break. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a break. Uh, more of a break than usual. I've kind of enjoyed the break to an extent. It's actually been nice. Like, you know, when I was done with my raid lane or whatever, I didn't have anything I had to do. Uh, so I kind of liked that. Um, I I will tell you, somebody I loved that PvP system when it first came out, and they had the drafts, and I did little tournaments and stuff, yeah. and then. 
man what rta turned into is just like a grind fest you know just snooze fest or you're just pressing auto or just you know doing it to get your get your uh, objectives for the day so i'm not missing it but you know i i'm hoping that they're doing this to change change it around they have made it better i mean remember when we had to do like you know you needed 50 uh abilities used by jessica jones or something and so oh, or whatever oh oh yes yes I, I, I yes it was it was way worse in the past and now that you remind me yeah there was it was bad and then uh i did i did like the fact that there was a lot more of the weekly objectives so you could do a lot on saturdays sundays and then not right. have to grind as much during the week that that is a change that i don't think was positive but uh do you, do you think they're taking a while because of uh the the they're trying to make some changes in maybe implement more rewards hopefully iso 8 uh why do you think the, or or they're just uh i don't know what what do you think uh is causing this delay for them to delay this for a week yeah i think here's what i think i think these guys put a lot of resources in other words people hours into rta and and, and previously versus pvp which they thought we would like more than we did and they put a ton of effort into ISO 8 because like red stars were easy, right? Like all you had to do is just say, okay, 10% more damage or whatever. Like they just it was probably like they did, they did a, you know, they just added a few lines of code and the red stars were in there. Whereas with the ISO 8, that took a lot of play testing and work and balancing and, you know, conception and all this stuff. So I think they put a lot of resources into this and they're trying to figure out like, what do they do with these systems? And so they mm. came up. With RTA, I think they've been trying to over and over again make it a little bit better. There's, I've received, I don't know if other people have surveys like in game, like, what do you think of RTA? Answer the survey and we'll send you a premium orb or something, a gold around, I remember. Um, I think that they're trying to do stuff to make it less bad and i think that's what yeah. that's how i would how i would do what i would call it right it's like it sucked so bad in the beginning so now it sucks less uh and then i, I think that's the same thing with iso iso 8 right they're just trying to to, to find a way to make it more monetizable for them <sighs> Why don't why don't why don't you guys why don't boundless focus on more fun instead of more monetization i know monetization is important but I think I think the monetization will come with the fun, but that's just me. I'm not a game developer. I, that's just my thoughts as a player. But uh, what do you, do you think this mode can be fixed? Do you think Real Time Arena can be salvaged into a fun game mode for that majority of the players? Because I, I was in the minority like you. I enjoyed the balanced PvP. Those drafts, I think, were fun, but apparently two thirds of the community didn't like that. But now we got a game mode that 100% of the community doesn't like. Should should this be scrapped, even though there's a bunch of man hours that went into this and just get a new game mode or or is this fixable at this point? You, you know what I would do is, first of all, I'd have two different modes, casual and like ranking or something or whatever. So, the, you know, if you just want to get your two objections, objectives done and both sides are going to auto, they can. Yeah. And then there'd be another thing where it's like, OK, I'm trying to get up a rank or an ELO or some sort of thing where it's like, hey, I'm climbing up a ladder of some kind and you can yeah. you can compete to see that you get a little bit better. And I think, you know, and there'd be some rewards associated with that and maybe, you know, a limited amount of tax per day or something like that. So you're just not constantly you know feel like you have to spam it to keep your rank or something like that. But yeah. I, that would be more fun to me. I, I think that would be I think that would add a little bit of fun as well, because a lot of people just go through it, auto it 
And there's other people that want to play it, like uh, like Infinity Watch. I want I want to test out these characters. I want to, and the best place to do that is RTA. So I that that I think that would uh, switch things up a little bit. I know one of the suggestions uh, was tying Battle Pass to other game modes. As soon as that Strike Pass came out, that kind of went out the window, though. So. I, I, that that could be a good solution. So hopefully, hopefully, Boundless has the resources to improve multiple things at once instead of just focusing on this uh, ISO eight. But um, let, let's move on to the Infinity Watch because you got a pretty strong Infinity Watch. You got them pretty beefy, uh, and you you got the you got the four you got the four person team. So as this four person team with the Infinity Watch, how good are they right now? What 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 are you what are they they able to do for you in the game that you weren't able to do before? You know, well, one thing I will tell you is that four-person Infinity Watch team, and I still don't have any red stars on Moon Dragon, obviously. Yes. And, you know, I'm low on stars on Phyla of Hell. It's not like these are all seven-star characters. I'm taking him into arena and occasionally winning on these punch-ups and, okay. you know, at least being competitive. So I'll just say that. And then in raids, I did a video on my channel where I showed them in uh, 4.3. Uh, in the Greek Rage is showing because you could have the whole team together there, whereas in the Doom Raid yeah. they're all in different different <laughs> things. And and uh, some of my alliance mates are using Gamora, using Moon Dragon, etc. In the raid, so I think you know if you're a free to play player, you're going to get those the Moon Dragon and Phyla Velta maybe four stars from the events, and the other two are farmable. I mean, even without Adam Warlock, that's a reasonable team to build up, and I think they could do some good things for you. Who who's your favorite fifth that you've been using as a uh, to complete the team in in some of these game modes, particularly? Yeah, the, I think uh, so. Grades, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, I do think that they really need a, another cleanse because if Phylavel, um, you know, doesn't have her cooldown up, they you know they can get stuck with debuffs and things like that. So I've sometimes been running them with Emma. Okay. Um, and then sometimes if I, I will say in arena, you I've been running them with either Castrol or surfer just cause you're facing a doom. Um, okay, yeah, but, you know, but, but I could imagine, you know, like even after the Adam Warlock event, a few months from now, a free to play player, you know, runs those four with whoever they have, right. Whether it's surfer or Castrol or something, and you could do reasonably well in arena with that team. Do you, do you think this team is going to be arena relevant for players that don't get Adam Warlock? Do you, is are they that strong? You know, maybe maybe using that Kestrel and or Silver Surfer and just uh, dominating arena like that. Yeah, I think you'll do well. I'm well. I mean, you're not going to do as well as the players that have Adam Warlock. I mean, let's be realistic. But I think it's it may be a more viable option than just having a soup of characters. I think it's, it, it, you know, I'm not, once we see them all similarly geared in T4 and start up, right. My, my team is lacking a lot of T4s as well. So okay. uh, I think they're at least competitive. And so that tells me that this could be a useful team for people. Uh, more, more or less viable than some of the metas that we're seeing in the arena right now, like Doom, Surfer, Kestrel, maybe Dad Bros, maybe Zemo, Emma. Do you think this, uh, as a four-piece, this team can compete with some of the arena meta right now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, right okay. now, because and, and I'm saying that because of how I'm doing with a, a team that is lacking a lot of their T4s and stars and stuff, you know, where I'm going up against somebody seven red star Castrol yeah. all T4'd out. So I think, I think it's definitely possible. And I think the nice thing about this team is two of them are farmable. The other two, they're going to have an event where you'll get them to probably four stars. And, uh, you know, they are, they are, uh, you know, you can use them in different places. You know, you could have, for example, Gamora in the skill lane or something. Whereas Black Order, you kind of had to have the whole team or they were, yeah. they, they only had certain, only one or two of them really had some use elsewhere. 
Yeah, I think I think they looked at what happened with Thanos and like, oh, you, we, we want to be able to give them some agency and use using in other game modes and using other combinations. And I, I, I do like what they did with that charge on Gamora, where you, you still can get her that empowered Gamora even without a full Infinity Watch team. So I, I do like that. Uh, you got some options there. Um, let, me, let me talk about uh, Moondragon, this three-tiered release, because as, as a lot of players know, as a lot of players were confused by when they first saw this, Moondragon shards 800 cores for 10 of the Moondragon shards, and then she's going to have a normal release coming tomorrow, actually, and a lot of the community missed this. If you go down all the way to the bottom, and this this may be expiring soon, but uh, we have the Phylavel exploding the battle. Talks about the uh, release dates there. So June 10th, her offer is going to be available. So that's tomorrow. So you'll finally be able to get some red stars on Phylavel. And then we have this show your colors event starting on June 17th for Moondragon. And then Phylavel has an event starting uh, today that we're going to talk about in just a little bit. But uh, this is the first time they've done this as far as this this three-tiered system. The pre-release, the release, and then the event. What did you think of this as someone that uh, does have Moondragon? Yeah, I, I thought it was awful. I mean, first of all, the, the value <laughs> on it is awful. You know, I'm sure we both are fans of Mobile Gamer. When you watch his offer reviews, he's like, trash? I mean, he'll say <laughs> 50 shards for 30 bucks is trash. This is like $100 for, uh, you know, 100 shards, you know, essentially $50 for 50 shards. It's total trash. Um, and it's really basically getting Krakens to pay a lot of money to have a one-week advantage. So in my alliance, there was a pressure we were going to have a war against Legion. Like, let's let's get our Moon Dragon and off. Uh, you know, for crap's sake, fine. I'll get the uh, I'll get the Moon Dragon and I'll do a stream about it. I could justify it to myself because at least I could put it on my YouTube. But it's just, yeah, I think it's so. Silly. Hold on, hold on. Are you saying that even if you were not a content creator, you probably still would have gotten these offers and unlocked Moon Dragon? I, it took all, I think it, to me it took both like it took the the, <laughs> the alliance plus that I think pure content creation I would have said no and I think the alliance I would have said come on guys give me a break I'll get in a week uh, but there you know the combination wore me down it felt bad it, the whole thing seems stupid so I, it's just another way they're going to make a little extra money right. Yeah, so 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 if you look at if you look at what this replaced though this replaced absolute crap in the store because what was here before <laughs> in this in this section was these fully crafted pieces that I don't know if anybody ever purchased this on purpose except if you're a newer player didn't really know the value or if you you know if you accidentally purchased it but that's what it's replacing so I, I guess it's better right or or is this uh, or or would would you prefer that crap piece of gear or or <laughs> this release method? <laughs> It's like when we're talking about RTA making it suck less, right? It's like those pieces before were literally like a trap, right? All the only time you would ever buy them is if your finger hit the wrong thing and you're like, no, you're like Darth Vader. No, oh, you know, you spent 1800 cores on some yeah. piece of purple gear. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, those pieces should have never been there. This should be out of the game. I mean, make this game more reasonable in terms of pricing. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. They got to do something with this slot now that they've made. I mean, I would have thought they put more orange gear or something, but I guess I guess they're putting more offers and trying trying to get people to spend their cores. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Moon Dragon, her running mate Philavel, has an event starting today. The vote for Loki mischief event. The the the, the, the yeah, campaign mischief. All right. 
So this is where we're getting our first signs of relief from this uh, ISO 8 and these ions and this crunch. We're getting a bunch of things uh, in this. We got uh, some some calendars we're getting. It looks like we're getting 60 controller ISO 8 crystals for each attribute. And I guess that that's probably for the life of the event. Do, doing that on a daily basis would be way too generous for Boundly. Bound, boundless, excuse me, but uh, boundly, boundly, <laughs> boundly. That's it. <laughs> but I mean, what what do you think of this as a release method for characters? I mean, this is usually a pretty friendly release method. I mean, we've had uh, anti venom released this way, uh, Moon Knight, Red Guardian released this way. Uh, it, 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 most of the time, people end up with pretty good shards, right? Do, do you do you yeah. like this as a release method for characters? Yeah, I do. I mean, I love the the regular campaigns for the Philovel. Those are my favorite because I feel like, you know, for example, when Kestrel, they did that, you know, everybody was getting her to four stars and there were free to play players who were pushing hard and getting her to five and some even to six stars, partly with luck and partly because they had saved up so many cores. They were the real hoarder type players, but good for them, you know, in terms of the event energy, I really feel like it gives control to the player. And I think that it feels good and you feel like you have control over how high or how hard you want to push on, in this case, file of L. The other one I think is fine too. It's probably the second best release method. I think all of those are better than Blitz, which are bad, which is better than that battle or the battle pass or whatever. The, the, uh, the, the Silver Surfer and Polaris release method. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, as, talking about this event here, uh, it, it is starting in just a few hours as we're recording this. Uh, it comes with a costume, President Loki. Uh, do you? Do you I, and I know I talked to you in the past. You weren't a big fan of these costumes because you know uh, for whatever reason. Uh, are are you are you gonna are you gonna go push hard for this uh, Loki costume here? So I'm warming up to the costumes, and here's here's why. Well, first of all. I, on the Iceman one, I actually pushed it. Did I don't usually do five arena attacks a day, but I did them um, oh. to get the Iceman costume because okay. I think he looks really lame without the costume. He looks <laughs> way better with the costume. Iceman so, was bald when I was growing up. Where's why does he have spiky hair in his costume? <laughs> Yeah, it's a little weird. And then I like this President Loki costume, so I'll make sure I get it because I think it looks cool. Like, it's hilarious. I think the they have him with, like, it almost looks like it's modeled off of maybe a Trump's or something's presidential <laughs> campaign. Right? You can see the posters. The They purposely yeah. kind of mimic the signage. It's really good. And so I think it's hilarious and uh, stuff. I mean, I don't really use Loki all that much anymore, but it's like a fun idea. Yeah, I mean, so sometimes sometimes it's a good replacement on that Hella Natural team instead of Scarlet Witch. So some sometimes I don't know if you still use that team, but I, I do once in a while. But yeah, I, I like this one, and I like their string of these costumes because Iceman he's usable. Black Widow I use her sometimes as well, so I'm going to be able to enjoy that white costume that you've seen for the movie. And Loki, I, I like this costume, very very uh, iconic from what I've seen from the uh, trailers here. And we're, we're going to talk about the uh, series in, uh, in a little bit. But uh, as far as this event is concerned, do you think this, these ions offer enough temporary relief? For players uh, right now, these ions and these ISO eights offered in this, or uh, or is this not enough? Do they need to do more to uh, to to uh, you know fix fix some of their negative decisions that they made? 
No, I, I really had a very negative reaction to that stuff because it's it's they're they're making a big long term change and they're giving you some short term relief. So you know, I tell you, I'm going to raise your rent by five hundred dollars a month, but here's a hundred dollars bonus. You know, but here's a hundred dollars back, right? You know, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars now to help you on your first month's rent, but I got to live there the rest of the year and pay an extra five hundred dollars a month, right? So to me, like. It's it's not nearly enough to make a dent. I mean, if they made enough where you could get all your rate teams up, or at least get get part of your rate teams up, that'd be one thing. But this is what enough for maybe to help one with one character. I, I don't I don't see it. Yeah, and, and we we need way more than one. So yeah, I, I hope I hope they look back into some of the decisions. I hope I hope they listen to Cerebral, and I hope they they give us more permanent changes or or just scale back the requirements that they've done. You know, they this they dropped this on on us without without. Uh, offering relief in the future or in the past and so that we could have some time to plan they just kind of dropped this all on us so so hopefully there's more relief coming for this but uh talking about the, the infinity watch and the things coming up one of the big questions that the players have is about this team that you need to get uh the uh, adam warlock it's this team right here the x factor along with jubilee we do know her as event is coming back uh before the adam warlock and i got a prediction for that uh, based on some of the stuff that i saw and uh and, and just the dates in this patch but uh x factor long shot in the war store but nothing i mean we've seen data mines for polaris and multiple man as far as campaign nodes nothing yet for shatterstar what are your predictions on what is going to happen for this team as far as farmability and do you think it's going to have any of this is going to happen before that adam warlock first legendary event so I think Shatterstar is going to go, and I, people are going to hate this news. It's a prediction, not me telling you. I'm not. I'm not the decision maker, but I think he's going to go into that arena orb where Scream is. Uh, uh. I, I hate the. Everyone hates those orbs, but I think the reality <laughs> is that he was the uh, battle pass character. And before that, it was Scream, I think, right? Or, or, or it was uh, Red Guardian. Red Guardian moved in before Red Guardian was Scream. So yeah. both of those characters ended up in the arena store. So very, very yeah. likely. Yeah, so that that the crappy arena orb looks like it's the home for Shatterstar. Multiple mana Polaris, I think, are going to nodes based on the data mines. But it, what I expect to happen, and and what I'm basing this on, Valley, is what they did with the Black Bolt event right before Maw. Is I think they're going to make these guys farmable like right beforehand, a right? Week, like just one week or <laughs> Ugh, I don't. I don't think that's. Uh, I mean, that's better than nothing. And you know, you, you got to ask yourself: Is should should everybody have access to these legendary characters that need to feel a little special, right? So if, if everybody is unlocking them, then then what is that? But you know, so the first iteration, I don't mind. I don't mind if not everybody unlocks them. But by the second iteration, I think I feel everybody should have access if they've been playing for a while and grinding hard. Uh, let, let me circle back to that arena orb, though. It may not be a bad thing, and and I think everybody's expecting the worst. And given given the history of Scopely and Boundless, I, I think that is proper, and it's it's the likely scenario. But let me let me offer you this. Uh, we we I, I was hoping that it would be a one to one. So when Red Guardian go or when Scream gets out of the arena orb, uh, you know it'll be replaced by someone, potentially Shatterstar. But then Scream is going to get out. Scream is the increased cost. Red Guardian immediately goes to that reduced cost. And if that is the case, I don't think those arena orbs and the cadence is bad. Now, now will will Boundless Scopely do that? I don't know. I, they, they may keep that increased cost for a while. They may keep more than one character in that arena orb. Uh, if they did that and exchange it for one to one, that would be getting characters through that cadence a little quicker. Do you think that would be a positive thing if they did that? 
Yeah, I think they're going to do it the way you said. And I, I don't Hopefully. think it's all, all, all that awful. Now, what it's going to mean, though, is if you're in a time crunch where you need Adam Morlock and your, your Shatter Star is not up, you're going to have to open those orbs. But if you're willing to wait, you'll be fine. I think for players who've been playing a long time and go hard on things, it won't be that bad because Shatter Star is one of those event release characters. So if you're free to play, he's probably the character you have the highest uh, yeah. of this crew. It's The problems for you is going to be long shot. Um, uh, and I'm not surprised they're gating him because the character is a little OP, um, yeah. even after six months. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, it is what it is. But I, I do think that the arena store, it, it won't be that bad. Um, you know, I think the the problem is, Valley, is that people are, are don't want to open any of those orbs because they want to save their currency for when yeah. the characters get, get more reasonably priced, which I understand. Yeah, you, you know, you know what I wish would have been the ideal scenario. They kept the kingpin orbs in there and just change it to change the name to arena orb, replace kingpin with one character, and that is what we get. And then we we're not getting the rest of these other characters that we don't want. It's only the featured character. But of course, this that's it's not my <laughs> game. It's the boundless game, and they did it the way they did it and put every single character in there, and it's just not. It's not as valuable, um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully they they uh, become farmable very soon, so players can uh, unlock Adam Warlock. But uh, let's talk about these health steal changes. Uh, it doesn't look like anything is uh, changed right now, except for the text, because it seems like the way that health steal work for these characters, uh, and they're listed here: Minerva, Dark Phoenix, Ebony Maw, Yellow Jacket, Ghost. Uh, it was not, it was uh, avoiding death proof. So you could go right through death proof and characters like Black Bolt, where his passive would not activate with this uh, when, when, when health still drop a character below 50% or below that, uh, in, into that red, that 25%, I think is the uh, threshold. Uh, it, it was not activating. And now they're changing the passive to say, all right, it, it's not going to activate. So instead of, instead of, Doing, I, I don't know if that was the original intent, but uh, what do you think of these changes? Future characters, uh, they're they're not going to avoid the death proof, and it, they will activate passes. But all these current characters are just uh, leaving that as it is and changing text. You, do you, do you feel this is positive, negative, or pretty neutral as far as a change? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Okay, so first of all, one thing that they aren't doing is nerfing the current characters. Look, yes. I've been in games where things get nerfed, and it really feels bad to level up your. You know, you level up your warlock and spend three months leveling up your warlock, and then they nerf it, and then your warlock sucks. <laughs> and you got to start over with priest or something, right? So uh, you, you were you were here in year one. They did that a lot. Oh, they did well. Yeah. It's the time in play. They don't do that. Thank goodness. Okay, so because that would really suck. Like you, you go hard on for Adam Warlock, and they're like, you know what? We changed our minds. He sucks now. Okay, so that would that would you know that would be bad. So I like that that they're not nerfing the characters. I also yeah. like transparency. Here, here's what I mean by it. I already knew everything in this. Like I knew that the, that they don't trigger when they drop below a certain health. And it would be like this pro move you do, right? Where you'd use the Maw ultimate to get Doom under 50% so it wouldn't trigger the additional turn meter and ability energy. <laughs> and it's great that the, I knew that, but it's for a newer player, it's good that they can just read it and see yes. it for themselves. And so I think that's right. And then I also think that, you know, making it so that health steal is less crazy means they can do more of it yeah i mean it, it only took them a year to address this i mean a year and a half excuse me to address this so i'm glad they finally <laughs> put this into the text so people that that aren't in the know they look at the game like 
oh, that's it's working like it's supposed to. It's not broken. It's, I'm not supposed to get the burp from Blackfold. It's it's working like this. So it took them time. It took them a while, but I'm glad they finally did that. Uh, other thing that we got in this blog post was uh, something that was data mined uh, previously. These origin challenges. And I think this this is a good thing. Give us more gear and things like this. The only issue I have is it looks like not only with the Doom Raids, not only with this mythic legendary event and possibly all the legendary events going forward, but now we have more ISO 8 requirements, which kind of puts a strain uh, on the, the ISO 8 and puts more of a crunch on uh, the the freedom that we have to uh, switch up things in ISO 8. Uh, what What is your reaction to this? Is it just about these gear challenges and you're, you're building up these characters for Doom anyway? Or would you have liked to see this eliminated, these, these ISO 8 requirements? Look, obviously, look, we'd all love everything for free, but this is the sort of thing Scopely should be doing to get us to do ISO up. In other words, it, you know, okay, we're going to give you some rewards if you ISO up a team that is mutant or bio or whatever. Yeah. I think that's totally reasonable. Like, it's, you don't have to. You can just ignore it. and You're no worse off than you were before. But if you want some extra stuff, you can work up your full bio team to three or four or five. I think that's reasonable. If they did that and they didn't do this requirement for the raids, we wouldn't be talking about it. We'd be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's you know, chasing new requirements for new content never feels bad, but chasing new requirements for old content, previous content, that that always feels bad. So I, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they're thinking with the Doom Raid requirements. I mean, in, in their minds, maybe they're, they were like, oh, that was first strike. This is this is new content. This is a totally new Doom Raid because it doesn't have that first strike tag. But yeah, I, I think this is generally positive. I just uh, I just feel that this is a crunch going forward. And uh, as long as they as long as they increase the ions, increase uh, or or change the entire economy and look taking a look at that because uh, I haven't really delved into the ISO eight blue, but it 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 doesn't look very player friendly. It looks super grindy. No control over that. But uh, yeah, for ISO eight green, I kind of I kind of like this <laughs> as far as that now uh the other thing and jubilee this is the big question that people had when is jubilee coming there's no date on here in the blog post i thought they would give us a date here uh pretty much everything else we knew uh she's coming back sometime before the adam warlock event but the interesting thing here is that we got a calendar from our australia brethren that uh get everything a little early because they they have a different uh time that their time changes over so we already got the pimp tech uh, in the inbox for our australia friends uh so as far as date it looks like it is coming on the 14th would be my guess based on this calendar based on the dates of this patch and based on the date that they need to get adam warlock out before the next patch arrives so uh what what do you what do you think of this uh, jubilee event in time should should they have announced a date on this uh in this uh on the blog post last week obviously uh, one thing that they've done that's really frustrating to me valley is they used to keep a basically a, a schedule they called it a cadence i don't even know what that means but a schedule essentially of when they had these uh, legendary events and so on there on the a lot of discords you could just go and look at the schedule and you would yeah. know okay black bolt's coming in two months so i've got to farm up my ass guardians for black bolt or whatever you know that that gave players some ability to plan and i gotta tell you what i think they're doing valley is they're trying to eliminate your ability to sort of plan and store up and hoard up because that hurts their profit line so i think this mystery is really unnecessary and i think the mystery around the date i think it's just anti-player 
It's a very, very frustration marketing, marketing oriented, you know, not, not giving the players enough time, not giving them enough advance notice. 2020, I got to say, 2020, they followed their cadence pretty well right up until December. 2021 has been all over the place with their legendary events. So no real way to uh, plan all, all the people that used to make these predictors and those dates gone because they're they're changing the cadence i mean jubilee should have come back before doc ock but doc ock uh came back before that and i guess uh for some people that was good because it gave them more time for jubilee other people that were planning for doc ock and didn't get doc ock to that next star because he came back a little earlier uh it kind of sucked for them so uh yeah i i agree i i, I liked when we had a cadence i like that predictability i don't like uh this now but i i guess i guess it's making them more money but We'll, we'll see what happens in the future with this. <laughs> All right. Uh, we did get some dates, though. They, we did get some dates, not from uh, the Scopely themselves, but from Marvel.com. Uh, this was posted on the 7th, so a few days ago. Uh, we got we got pretty much a full blitz schedule. So we going going back to the American Chavez blitz. Uh, we knew about the Negasonic login calendar. The Iceman costume event just ended. Uh, Phylavel event is starting today. And then... We're gonna. We have a Colleen and Misty also during this month. The Blitzes, uh, Misty's uh, Blitz is coming up this week. But next week we have Shatterstar, Mystique as the Blitzes. We have a Moondrad Pride event that's uh, coming uh, next week as well, which we uh, talked about with that. And then we have an Iceman Blitz. So uh, we currently have Anti Venom. We had Colleen Wing, Misty Knight. We're getting a Shatterstar Blitz. We're getting an Iceman Blitz. Uh, what do you think of this Blitz schedule for June? Uh, some some decent decently positive in in my opinion but what what is your opinion about these uh this split schedule yeah absolutely positive because what they're doing is they're taking characters you can't farm but aren't you know new releases and letting us have an opportunity at them whether it's shatterstar or iceman i think that's very positive it, you know particularly with shatterstar right it's going to help people yeah. who are struggling on that uh adam warlock uh, requirement i think it's a great thing yeah, I, I like this. And uh, why why don't they post this in their blog post, though? You know, they they know the dates. They have these set. And, and and it just goes back to the last question about these legendary events. I think it's just that frustration marketing that they're trying. Oh, oh, who's the next Blitz? Oh, we need these shards for Iceman. How do we get these Iceman shards? Oh, wait, there's a Blitz. We could wait. We don't have to buy the offer. But if you know these, I guess I guess they're like, ah, less people are going to buy it. But it's out. Marvel knows it. It's out there right now. <laughs> so plan, plan, guys. Do your planning. All right. Uh, one one big change that happened. Misty Knight. And it's a huge change. <laughs> Added to Ultimus, Basic, Premium More, Mega Orb, Supply Section, Psylocke is out. Uh, yeah. What, what, do you, what do you think of this? I mean, is this a very highly coveted character? Should people be running to their premiums to open them right now? Opening up their, their Megas that they've been saving just for Misty Knight now that she's being added? Or is this a, is this a skippable team? Yeah, unless you're a super endgame player, this is an absolutely skippable team. And I rarely, I'm somebody who's, I don't like the term <laughs> skippable, but what I will say is this. I mean, unless, you know, if you, unless you're done, you've been done with DD4 for many months and you are some sort of, you know, endgame, super war focused player, why you'd want to build a war defense team that isn't useful, outside, very useful outside <laughs> of war defense, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of this Hero for Hire team. I, in, in my opinion, it has made war a, a major negative. I know some people it's made it more fun. For me, it, it is it's not fun. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know how to counter those uh, huge, huge teams. And 
Yeah, it's not fun. Has 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 Heroes for Hire overall in, improved war for you at, at the high levels like that? No, I mean one one thing that that people don't all realize, I think, is that this team scales to an insane level. So when you see like an 800k Heroes for Hire <sighs> team. It can be, you can get to a point where it just can be unbeatable in the right circumstances. Like if there's defense down on the room and they throw Kestrel as the last member and your armory is down and your hangar is down, you're basically throwing 30 teams at this, trying to get some RNG to kill one character. Like, can you get the Kestrel down? So then you can finally work on the four characters. It's, it's totally unfun and silly and people wonder why i've gotten salty a little lately it's stuff like that <laughs> real time arena heroes for hire all that stuff all compound <laughs> in a very short time frame I, I agree for me i don't even throw the teams i don't my alliance doesn't throw those teams we're just like that's that we're not beating that that's lock it's 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 a lock it's not a puzzle which which i don't enjoy <laughs> i enjoy puzzles i like trying to solve puzzles i don't enjoy unsolvable puzzles and and those high level heroes for hire are not not solvable at least at least for me at my level uh let me talk to you about loki we, we were talking about loki uh it has dropped today i have not watched it yet have you watched loki yet i have not now i, I will try okay. to watch falcon and winter soldier i watch wandavision like i'm hyped about this all right what what do you expect for the loki series as uh as uh, as as it comes out, what what are expectations for you as it relates to the MCU? And other than the President Loki costume, what what do you think, uh, if any, is going to happen as a result in Marvel Strike Force as a result of this series? Wow, I'm I, I'm hoping we're going to get some new characters. I mean, I love I I got to tell you, I, I it's not like I'm anti comic book, but I'm a guy who kind of got into the Marvel universe more through the TV shows and the movies and all of that. Same, same and, here, same here. You're not alone, brother. <laughs> yeah, and so seeing the characters from the like, I'm so hyped about you know maybe we'll have Captain Sam right from you know or something you know yes. to, have, to have yeah to have some of these Loki characters would be awesome in the game. And like, what do I expect from the series? It's going to be more out there. I mean, anybody who's seen the trailer. I don't want to give anything away, but I'll just say that anyone who's seen the trailer knows this is going to be a little bit more unusual, which is fun. I mean, WandaVision was out there and I had fun with that. I like, I like, which, which would you like better? WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier? I actually, I actually think I liked WandaVision better in the end, even I, though I'm I a Falcon fan. Yeah, the, the Falcon Winter Soldier, a lot of action. The WandaVision, I, I felt that one a little more. It wasn't as action driven, but I was like, ooh. Oh, I was emotional after that one. The Falcon and Winter Soldier, like that was a good show. I, that was an awesome show, but I wasn't, I didn't have that uh, emotion like I did with the other one. What, where do you think this falls? Do you think this is uh, somewhere in the middle? Do you think this is a top WandaVision for you? Or do you think this is not as, uh, as far as what you know from the trailer, obviously you haven't seen it, but yeah, but what, what, where are you, where are you expecting your uh, enjoyment level of this Loki series? I think it's going to be in the middle. And what I, it, what it reminds me of in concept is like the, how Dr. Strange was the movie where okay. I, I had watched all the previous Marvel ones and I'm like, okay, this is different. Like there's a bunch of magicians or something like a bunch of wizards <laughs> or whatever. It's like totally different. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Um, I think it's gonna be like that. Like, you're like, wow. Okay. That happened. Like what's going on here. I think it's cool. Look, I like the guy uh, uh, who plays Loki. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, and I think it's so it's good that even though the, you know, they kind of re-brought the character back in a way. I, so I, I think it's a cool concept. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
I'm looking for my family's gonna watch it tonight. So uh, yes, yeah, I'm I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, and and all right, the final topic. This is this is a video that you put out uh, yesterday about changes to Alliance War. And this has been teased in blog posts in the past in the early 2021 roadmap. Uh, they've been talking about doing changes to Alliance War for a long time. And uh, which is why I was very disappointing. Heroes for Hire came around because I thought, I thought this, this will be the changes, but I was like, oh, we got this, we got this war defense. They're doing that now. All right, so where I don't know if you could share where where did this uh, where did these rumors come from or uh, sure. tell, tell me tell me tell me about these rumors. I'll leave it a little open for you. No, it's fine. I'm very careful about what I put out there, and okay. this is actually directly from the devs to my alliance. So as you okay. pointed out earlier, I'm in a large, very uh, diamond alliance or whatever. They came to us and they said that we want you to test these changes. This is exactly what the devs told my alliance that they're going to change. So I signed up for a play test, so I know it's okay. real. I actually inputted my information and all of that. Here's no what NDA. they are. No, no NDA. Not yet. Uh, okay, so, so we mean, can talk about we can talk about everything. Nice. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So no, I you know what I know because I literally just copy okay. pasted it from our Discord and put it into here. So this is exactly what they say. So ten more defense rooms instead of eight. I mean. To me, that just means now you have to build up more characters, right? I mean, for a newer player, yeah. not like you and I who got wide rosters, but let's say you're a new player. Like right now, it's kind of nice that even though there's 168, 170, whatever characters in the game, that you only really need, you know, 40 on defense and whatever you need on offense, 45, yeah. 50 on offense. I think it's, you know, it's it ups the requirements a little bit with that one. All right, and uh, what what uh, what 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 changes did you notice as a result of this? Did it did it make uh, your attacks a lot less effective because you had to put more of your characters on war defense, uh, less hybrid teams? What 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 big effect did you notice from these ten war defense rooms? So we haven't we have not we have not started the play test yet, which is okay, why I can okay. talk about it. So I haven't signed okay, the NDA yet. What got I expect it. is going to happen is exactly what you suggest. Less hybrid teams, which I think is fun. I like the hybrid thing. I think it's kind of creates some variety a little bit. Um, and I just think, yeah, I think I have to build more teams, which doesn't affect me as much, but it affects a lot of players. So, mm, yeah, it, it, it definitely will. I mean, maybe there might be more of those shield, those default shield teams in some of the rooms. <laughs> I just say. No um, doubt. More war attacks. Are, are they thinking more like uh, speeding up the timers? So you're getting more attacks uh, in an hour. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe the question. Are they speeding up the, 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 the cooldown timer so you get more attacks or you're starting off with more energy or are they expanding the energy from five to something else what what do they mean by more war attacks i don't know and uh, you know what i know from looking at this slide I, that okay. i made i okay. would just say that what i'm worried about is that it's going to be like buy more attacks right this is like a money grab like hey now you've got <laughs> you of gotta, course of course it is you, okay. you're definitely right core your core your uh arena store or whatever or uh, core your, core your way blitz to success in war yeah core yes. your way to blitz store to get more and more and more attacks <laughs> yeah or or buy the pack of shame or whatever i, I gotta say um you know I, what i i'm hoping all it is is like they're like well you have 10 teams so we got to give you more attacks to beat the teams but even then i gotta tell you this and i and i've said this to the devs directly i really believe that this game is a little too much of a time suck and i don't mind the fact that when you put more time you succeed more but yeah. they need to have it where it's not a specific times of day like if you're you got a family or a job you know you may you may not be able to be there for your war attack or yeah. whatever and i just think having more stuff for us to do is is the wrong direction 
Yeah, or 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 just uh, more stuff at at specific times because blitz, yeah. you know, you're on the timer. War, it always starts the same way on in your alliance, depending what region you're in, and it, you know, you're always having that uh, full clear mark at that thirteen minute, thirteen hour mark. Uh, I guess before the heroes for hire, but yeah. So this, <laughs> I, I, but I do like I do like this last line: more attacks per room. Uh, that's that's one of my problems. A lot of time I'm logging in a war, all four attacks are going to the same room, but that's the only room marked. So I'm like, all right, I got, I'm waiting. Or two attacks, you know, and I'm, or I'm waiting. And a lot of time I end up logging in and oh, everybody, everything's in battle. I'm just waiting. So I like it's, it's going to open up either three attacks if you're only attacking one side or six attacks. Uh, do, do, I think this will be a positive change as well. So what, yeah. what, do, what do you expect as a result of this? You know, more will, will, is this kind of defeating it? You're getting more rooms, but you're getting more attacks. So. Is it still going to be a 13-hour mark when they're introducing both of these changes at the same time? What's going to happen is you're going to have to be, it's going to be even more important to be there on time and get there early because you can <laughs> slam through the, the defenses much faster, right? So if one alliance is online at all, they can be doing three attacks at once. And oh my by the goodness. Time you're, you, you know, let's say you were busy at work or your kid needed to go to the soccer game. You come home, you're like, oh, crap, they're already through our armory. And we basically lost the war because I wasn't online. So I think this makes attack attacking one and a half times as fast, right? It's 50% faster to go through yeah. the enemy team. And you also, right now, a lot of times people put their toughest team at the very end. So that this way you kind of have to save that one to the end. Now, I don't think, I think... You don't need to do that if you even if you want to keep one team up you can i think or two teams up you can keep the other two right oh and so it's it's not just for those last three slots you could you could see the entire room is that what you're thinking I, I this think, means well I, what i mean is like let's say you're you've attacked and you've got three teams left yeah you can if you want to leave it to two at the very end for your full clear it could, it could actually be three now right with this with this oh, it, it, it wow. doesn't need to be two it could be three on each side at this wow. with this okay, right you just blew my mind i'm too i i'm uh you're yes you're right I, you're you right guys gotta, you, guys gotta test this. you guys gotta test this you guys gotta test this and see what the yeah. actual effects are yeah it's, yeah you're it, right. could, you, it could be bad it could be bad it could be good <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it's a, it's a massive change. I got to tell you, I'm at the point now to trust these guys. So let, we'll see what this. We'll see. I mean, maybe that one is good. A long time ago. With, with Scopely and Boundless as a whole, there's there's still certain people that I, that I trust. But as a whole, in the company, it, it went out a long time ago. Brother. Yeah, no kidding, man. Seriously. Uh, all right. Well, that that is about it. I have. I, I'm I'm curious to see uh, if if you could still talk about these changes once you actually play a war, or when you'll be able to talk about these and see what the actual effects of these things are. Uh, it, it's hard to say. I mean, some of them look good on paper, but in in actual game test playing, they might be negative and and reverse for some of these other ones that not as excited about uh yeah what, what any any final thoughts on uh on marvel strike force the direction this game is going or, or anything else brother well look man uh, when i started playing this game i did not expect to love the game this much and get this into it i love this game not happy with the direction lately and i'm just hoping for the sake of everybody that we get it on a better direction so you and i can make the positive videos that we're always, oh, I loved, always enjoy i loved making. making those i love making those i miss those come on amen Give me something. Give me, let's, let's, let's bring these positive videos back. So hopefully Cerebral gets listened to. Hopefully the community gets listened to. And hopefully there's positive changes coming. But as of now, we we, we don't know. But uh, let, let everybody know where they can find you, my brother. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I got a YouTube channel, uh, a, a Twitch stream, and a Discord. You can, you can, I'm sure you can, you'll be able to find those links maybe. 
Um, they'll be in, they'll be down below, guys. Click on all those links. Make sure you subscribe and go to go to his Twitch, join his Discord, all that stuff, guys. Well, that's great. Yeah, definitely. And I always love watching your channel, Valley. Oh, thank you, man. And, and for great advice and war and all these uh, the high level things that you're going to be doing in the future, philosopher, that, that's that's the place to go for all that stuff. So, thank you, brother. Once again, it is always a pleasure talking to you. One day, I will see your face, you and uh, and and uh, we'll we'll get you in studio. <laughs> all right, but uh, hold, hold your fist up. Give me a fist bump before you go, guys. Have a great rest of your day, Valley Flying and Philosopher. Out. Ah. That was yeah, I mean, it's always great doing videos. You're great. You're, you're a lot of fun. We're a little saltier today, but you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not undeserved salt. And it's and the salt comes from a place of love and wanting some positive change to come to this game. So hopefully, exactly. hopefully we get listened to. And, yeah.